Yes, yes, we are back again. Mm-hmm. This is the wonderful Calculated Conversation radio show, one of the most important talk shows on radio today. The reason is because there's certain things we just have to talk about, and we are blessed to be in the new X-Ray FM studios. New to us, but been here for years, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But it's a blessing. It's nice. It's comfortable. Uh, we relax. And we feel right at home, man. This is your host, David Jefferson, and uh, Ken Jones in the house, man. We are here in the house. What's going on with you, Ray? Oh, nothing, man. You know, we just expanding the show, man. So we definitely appreciate everybody listening and, uh, you know, hope we, uh, you know, attract more more supporters and spread more love and can build more energy, you know, with this this new network that we're building on, man. Yes. It's dope. And that's what it's about. We want to continue to spread it, keep it going. Yes. And going and going. Keep it flowing. This is the type of energy we need every day on a consistent basis, man. This is how we're going to get where we're going and how we're going to understand, you know, the process of yes. getting there. We all learning. We all in school. Um, and we all teaching each other, man. So I have somebody come and ask me, um, <clears throat> you know, what what is calculated conversation? And I always tell them that David got the... Most, oh. <laughs> most solid answer for you. Calculated conversation. Um, for those who may not know what it is, um, I think the idea is, is something I created. It's a chapter of a book that I'm writing. Um, and when I got the show, um, it only made sense to call it a chapter out of the book. And then, you know, I just thought about which one made the most sense. And I'm thinking, calculated conversation mm-hmm. um it's perfect you know it's 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 about being more intentional um it, it's coming from you know the main idea is sort of based off the premise that uh most people just don't know what it's like to be other people it's kind of something i figured out you know at one point as i'm just kind of studying society and paying attention to the world and how people interact with each other mm-hmm. right and i'm thinking Oh, man, it's not that big of a deal. It's just most people don't know what it's like to be other people. That's all, right. you know? And so as you consider that, you realize that there's information missing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's conversations that need to take place that aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of lack of strategy uh, in conversation and in action, you know, which often allows us to uh, make people feel the way we don't want to make them feel, um, not by no ill intent, but... Just because we aren't, you know, conscious and intentional of, you know, every action and word, right. you know. And it seems like a lot, but, you know, I think at the rate of, you know, um, confusion that humanity is going in um, and the way people are, you know, talking to each other, treating each other, I think is, I think it's still important to, to try to be conscious of everything you're putting out, mm-hmm. you know, so that you know what you're getting and what you're giving. Um, and so... Words and actions, you know, we we want to we want to f- think about what our main goal is. You know, we want to think about what what do we need to say, what do we need to do, how can we be more straightforward and more direct to make sure everything's consistent. You know, we want our words and our actions to say and show the same thing, right? You know, um, and again, it's a big part of knowing what result that we want. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we do also understand that uh, typically I feel like we come from a society that has sort of taught people to separate pretty quickly off of differences. Um, calculated conversation, uh, the idea of this is to encourage you to build off similarities first, mm -hmm. which I believe will make the differences a lot easier uh, to take in mm -hmm. once you build, I think, a positive uh, connection with somebody. You can sit back and relax, and then you can discuss differences. Right. Uh, I think when you start off with differences, I think that's how you get, you know, um, a lot of arguments and you get fights and you get you know misunderstandings right. because we both coming from two different areas and and two different mindsets and, and teachings and neither one of us has considered what the other one might right. not know or might know right right and and we have to relinquish the idea that people understand exactly what we understand already without without thinking that we should have to tell them you know yes, yes. right right <laughs> look you 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 know i my favorite thing in the world. You yes, you do need to teach people how to treat you. Right, because again, you know, people don't always understand that. You know, we definitely come from a, a variety uh, of walks of life, man. And you know, I don't think anyone's path has been completely identical. Mm -hmm. Even when you grew up in the same house as somebody, as a Look, sibling, yes, your paths can be identical. Mm -hmm. And until we realize, you know, why our paths are the way they are, and until we, I think, probe to find out why other people's paths are the way they are, mm -hmm. we'll continue to be operating uh, from a lack of information. Mm -hmm. And so uh, lack of information is going to result in a lack of a connection and lack of empathy. And the inability to build the bridge um, through differences, you know, which is something that we should probably be more considered of just so we can i mean the goal is to just bring people closer and realize that we don't really have that big of an issue with each other it's just that we haven't had a conversation that was strategic enough to understand where we're coming from and be like hey you know what we got something in common right you know we don't even know that we got stuff in common because we haven't talked yet you know this so. this this uh, for the listeners too to help kind of paint a visual uh there was a photo i saw here recently where it was a a six written on the ground and it was a man on each side of that six right well one of them saw a six the other saw a nine right and it kind of showed they're arguing right of what they see which is two different things but in that if either of them had stopped for a moment came to the other side they'd be able to see what that person was seeing right. and realize that they were both right right <laughs> they were right. both correct right. in what they were saying but taking that time to come and look at it from the other person's point of view may have altered and gave a better understanding of why they saw things the way that they did and i thought that was a perfect way of summing that up in a photo form I just, you know, so with what we have going here is essentially that it's 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 taking yourself out of your stance sometimes right. to try to view this from someone else's point of view. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if you just allow yourself to be open to the information that they're giving you mm -hmm. and not just biting and fighting it tooth and nail because you're so stuck in your stance, then you may be able to get a better level of understanding and therefore the the thing that you thought was dividing right. <laughs> can be eliminated right. and the connection can be built. Most of the things are built on rapport, right? Mm -hmm. It's not too many people that, you know, go on a first date and they just list off everything, their, their character flaws, and I'm throwing air quotes for the right. listeners, uh, because most of the time we're trying to connect, <laughs> right, mm -hmm. first. Mm -hmm. Not too many people are going to come and just tell you the things that, 
are the areas they need the most improvement on. Right. They're usually not leading <laughs> with that discussion, right? right? But that's still a part of the process, mm -hmm. but building that connection first so there's some kind of trust and uh, um, connection, mm -hmm. then we can start having these more developed, yeah. in-depth conversations that may not that may not just be accepted initially. Right. <laughs> so that's what this is all about. And it's about us sharing our experiences where mm -hmm. we've applied this methodology to our lives, to our interactions. Mm -hmm. We also share the times that it works. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the times when it doesn't work. Right. 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 And how we've had to reassess and maybe reapproach that same issue with a better level of understanding, whether it was, you know, with the follow-up, the, right. the the questions that we're asking to try to get some understanding. Yeah. But then also knowing at the same time when the energy is not worth throwing out there and right. continuing <laughs> to seek right. the understanding that you may have wanted at one time. Right, right. Sometimes you just got to... You like to say, I guess, agree to disagree, but it, it, but it's not really no real disagreement because you don't understand, man. <laughs> but uh, you know, so, yeah. um, just trying to uh, you know realizing that there's times when people are literally um, in a disagreement or misunderstanding, and like you said, they're both they both could be right, you know, and. And the breakdown just comes from the fact that people don't realize that they're talking about two different things mm -hmm. or two different aspects of the same thing, <laughs> you know? And so it gets deep, you know? So you have to get more information. Like, you need information. And, you know, you think about wise people and, you know, people that always seem to got the formula figured out well it's right. because they've been open-minded to take in things from several different and diverse areas and points of views in life you know right and as you do that you can build sort of a, a simple sort of a gumbo pot like formula for how to process information hmm. you know what i mean and it looks like they know everything but in fact they just listen to everything and they hmm. and they consider things that they normally wouldn't and you know you decide what you can use and what you can't um, but you do have the information that's important. So you can't speak on it, Yes, you know, and, and, you know, speaking about what you know about is, is a great thing. And what's also great is realizing that you have no information and being able to admit that and be transparent and say, Hey, you know, I don't know. Right. But I definitely would like to look into that. Or if you have information you can give me, I'll take that. Um, you know, and that'll make me more sharp. You know, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at you for being honest with me, you know? And yeah. so. So it's just different aspects of it, but we really just we just want to see what we can do and play our role in trying to create a, a tighter knit society for those that we can impact. Uh, it's not going to work for for everyone, and uh, you know, for some it may seem a little bit much to have to really think and, and and calculate before you make moves. You know, I understand in the beginning that can be a little bit stressful, but you know, I feel I find that. Uh, after some practice and, you know, some consistency, it gets really, really easy. And then you just kind of stay open-minded, you know, part. and you don't have to force yourself to listen or force yourself to think or calculate. You just kind of, it becomes sort of second nature, which is a good thing, you know? That's that's everything. <laughs> that's you know? not just a good thing. It's a everything. Um also, I just want to go over quick, you know, um, outline for you guys tuning in, just kind of know what we're going to 
talk about a little bit today. We're going to, of course, it's Black History Month. Right. We are we are day two of the uh, the the celebration. Right. You know, it's like the anniversary. We celebrate all year, but right. this is the anniversary of uh, the pioneers. Counter like you got thirty days. All hey. right, do your thing. <laughs> so now we got we got twenty nine. It's leap year. They get oh yeah, twenty nine. Forgot. <laughs> uh, so we can touch on that. We definitely gotta uh, you know take some time to discuss Kobe Bryant and right. you know some of our 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 thoughts and just spread some of the love and yeah. So we'll be touching on that, and then we'll have some of our, uh, you know, uh, side conversations that typically pop up because we're good at that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, man, um, yesterday we both were at an event uh, up at SEI, and that was to, to, to kick off the, the Black History Month, which was the uh, Junction Ave. Right, right. So right. Had, had you been a uh, part of the Junction Avenue events before? Yeah, Junction Avenue. That was my second year. Okay. Uh, I remember the first year I became aware of it. I showed up, but I didn't have a booth. And okay. I was like, man, I, I should have. I needed to be here, you know. And uh, I made sure next year I got in, which was last year. And then this is my second year, and uh, it's an amazing event, you know. It's a, it's a black-owned business pop-up celebration, um, bringing all the, you know, black businesses and brands and entrepreneurs together uh you just i love these events man yeah. you know uh, these are like my this is like these events i, I won't even be at my booth for a while man like i would walk Look. around and check on everybody you talk you know there's like-minded people in there like the energy is just it's amazing everybody's in their lane everybody's happy everybody's smiling everybody's yes. shaking hands man it's like you know you just can't buy that type of energy you know in most settings you right. know and so and, and we're making money you know and we're spreading brand awareness and business awareness, uh, you know, and we leave with a lot more than we came with, man. Right. You right. know, uh, I love those events, man, you know, and if I didn't make any money there, I would be there all day still. I don't even like leaving, man. Yeah. When they say, oh, yeah, we can shut down at 6, I'm like, 6? Right. And my soldier boy voice, 6? I want to be till 8, you know, but I know Daylight Savings is, is making it dark at 2.30 right. in the afternoon. But, you know, um, I love them, man. Yeah. You know, I think that's just, just the beauty of business. And I was telling my best friend, I said, it's, it's just crazy that you could be in a, in a situation like this, have so much fun, build yourself up more, have positive conversation, and make money. Like, mm. that shouldn't even be legal. Mm. You know, um, you know that's life to me, man. Uh, I love those events. And there's a lot more coming up, you know, for Black History Month than I know of that mm -hmm. we'll talk about in a minute. But... You know, if you get a chance to, you know, make these events, just do it. The energy is just, it's outrageous, and it's inspiring. And it'll make you, you know, it'll really make you want to want to create more and, and be more and, and spread more love, though, yes, you know? Yes, That's where, uh, yeah, I came yesterday as um, uh, on-the-spot interviewer for uh, the Numbers FM. Um, always link with uh dj ambush shout him out caused me out to come uh help and actually had the had the likes of my my co-host of the unrefined sophisticates morgan jones with me and so that's what we showed up as the unrefined sophisticates um during that event but uh being able to pull people to the side and you know we had a few questions lined up just asking them you know about their experience and why events like this were important to them and the community as a whole 
and then uh, some of the fun stuff we got into, of course, being that it's a, a, a music station, uh, you know, asking people, what are you listening to right now? Like, what's on your playlist right now if we right. pulled your phone open and went into the music folder? Um, so it was some interesting pieces from that. One of the questions, and I want to ask you this right quick mm-hmm. while we hear. So we said if there was a 20-song, a we going back, because back in the 90s, you had 20 songs on a, on a CD. Okay. Like, that was a regular project. You can get, you know, I'd say 16 to 20 songs. So now, especially on a soundtrack. Right. So there was a soundtrack to your life, right? Mm-hmm. And it was 20 songs. Tell me three songs that guaranteed would be on there. They don't have to be your top songs. They don't have to be any ranking system, but just three songs that have to be on your life's soundtrack. From the 90s? No, from whenever. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to have to say, um, shoot, that's tough. A lot of it's going to be Nipsey. I want to say... kind of want to say double up okay you know um just the reason is because i've always i don't know i've always been an entrepreneur you know like for such a long time that i've always been in that process even before that you know when i wasn't doing everything right 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 i was still you know doubling up and i feel like that's kind of a focus for a lot of people growing up you know say poor just not having like they're trying to figure out how can i make more than what i have how can i make this grow right and i think that's been my mindset almost my whole life right you know like i'm always investing in myself always investing in my brand and you know always you know even just flipping stuff if it's not my brand you know what i'm saying there's always making it always doubling there even tripling it you know what i mean like it's just it's just always been part of you know i think uh, my fabric, man. Okay. Um, what's another song? Um, I think oh, got so many songs, man. One song I really like that I think I connect with deep um, is, um, I think "To the End of Time" by Tupac. Okay. Um, I think the reason for that one is um, just because of of where we come from. Um, you know, being authentic, being being myself, and really not compromising my character. Um, I'm always I'm all gonna be like this until the end of time. Yes. You know what I mean? Like this yeah. is not gonna like there's nothing that's gonna change. I think who I am. But that's so solid, so set in stone. Now, like I could literally become a millionaire, and I would still be talking about the same things, okay. and I would still be with the same people. Okay. Um, you know, and I might be be driving a van too, you know, and so it's just like, you know, or a truck or something, but it's just like, you know, and until the end of time, it also just talked about, you know, coming from a certain place and, you know, people not understanding you no more, you know what I'm saying? It talked a lot about being from the streets and being, you know, from the inner city areas growing and having people disconnect with you because of you growing. Mm. Um, you know, and, and struggling and trying to figure out how you're going to make and have people not recognize you at times, Okay, I guess, you know. And so that's a that's an important song. Um, shoot, the third one? Oh, man, let me think. Let me think. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, I might have to... I, kinda, I don't want to say that, man. Shoot. I almost kind of want to say uh, flamboyant, <laughs> oh, yeah, old school E forty, yeah. you know, um, you know, or either that or that's tough. Even that ball not a control too by E forty, yeah. Um, just 
you know, I would say balling out of control. I mean, just because I've done that before, you know, yeah. just, and I don't mean balling out of control, but, you know, I've definitely balled out, but it's just more or less sitting in my living room, just trying to figure out, like, when I came up with Stacking Kicks, I was literally sitting in my living room on my couch just thinking, like, man. Like, you know, and then it just came right there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, just trying to think of a master plan, like, literally really trying to find a way out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, been doing that pretty much my whole life. Like, trying to figure out how am I going to get out of where I'm from and get where I'm going and kind of change my own narrative. Like, that's always been a goal of mine because I knew it had to have been bigger than where I was from. Yes. Yeah. So I've been desperately, like, you know, people that know me, they've seen me try several things even just as an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. just trying to figure out what way out do I want? What what way out of this, you know, this history, this this inner city, this mindset? What's going to be my way out? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, always wondering. And I still wonder that at right. times because we're doing so many great things now. It could be the brand. It could be Calculated Conversation. Right. You know, it could be Unrefined Sophisticates. Right. You right. know, it could be any one of these things that could be our way out. We right. still, you know, figuring it out <laughs> at right. this point. You know right, what I'm saying? And right. so, like, that's always been one of my songs. I would just, you know, you know, you got certain songs that you can play 15, 20 times on repeat. That's yes. always been one of them. Yes. So. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's a nice little combo. That's, it's funny because when you catch most people, you know, we were trying, because at first it was like, what are your top three songs? I was like, that's two on the spot. Yeah. So we were like trying to give people some range with, you know, out of a 20 song playlist and, but just some of the stuff people were dropping, you know, we, yeah. uh, we were surprised. I know uh, one of the, the young men sat down and, all his songs were rock songs. Oh, nice. <laughs> and it was like, you know, and, and that made me, because I know I, I mentioned to Morga, uh, Beck, Loser. That's one of the songs that would go on my playlist. And I was probably nine when that came out and just remember <laughs> liking that song a lot. And I feel like it reminds me of a time period, you know, in my life. Mm -hmm. And and I don't know why. I think that was the first um like rock, I don't know what what that would fall under um, as far as the scope of genres, but that was the first thing that kind of was out of just my normal rap, right? You know, right. rap, R and B, old school music that my parents listened to, but that was one that was just like a cool little head nodder and was quirky enough. And I feel like, yeah. you know, as we discussed, I feel like always being that in between that <laughs> that 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 for lack of better words, weirdo, you mm -hmm. know, kid yeah, of like, yeah. you know, being having the street edge, but then also yeah. having this other part of me that was, you know, what would be considered the nerd, you right. know, and this this blend that yeah. kept me, you know, just a little out of e either side because <laughs> I was too much of the other yeah. to fit fully yeah. into you. So it just, you know, but took that and then I think I threw out uh, um, uh, Ain't Nothing But A G Thing. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, like that was that was one of the ones. And then um, there's a E-40 and Mitchie Slick song uh, called Connected. And that came out when I was about 17, 18. And that, you know, Bay Area, Southern California song and them just kind of just talking about uh, um, essentially being connected everywhere they go, kind of having connections in these places. And I feel like, you know, in my life and talking about the different places I've lived and not having family, not having anybody there, I've had to build my connections. So I know what it's like to be out here yeah. and having to wiggle and it all be off of my namesake, off of my hustle yeah. is what built that. So I think those those would definitely make it on that playlist. But anyways, at that junction, shitty, being able to interact with the people that were there yeah. and be able to kind of um, hear the excitement in their voice when yeah. they were sitting down with us having back and forth, yeah. that was huge. And, you know, each person kind of brought up being able to have um, um, events like this put on mm -hmm. and 
be able to present who we are, what we do in a space, right, with things that are familiar, people who are familiar, right? right? And one of the things that I spoke to was being able to show up fully myself, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And we talk about this um, sometimes, me and you even off air, of, you know, the idea that when we talk, we communicate in our voice. Mm -hmm. This isn't a radio voice. This isn't, you know, we're not switching this up any kind of way because we shouldn't have to. Right. 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 The way that the the, the inflection of these words and stuff doesn't take away from it shouldn't take away our slang or whatever, you Mm -hmm. know, cultural norms that we have when we have conversation should not dictate our intelligence because it's not used in this arena you know it's not professional enough and don't get me wrong i understand where you have to you know when you're inserting settings and you need to know certain things and present them a certain way i i get that but again that has no bearance on intelligence right right they wouldn't let us cuss either yeah. <laughs> that's rude no, so, but being able to yeah. have a place that you know it is it, it, it language is so complex right, right? right and right. especially under in, in the culture the thing of you know i mentioned the little shimmy that i do that that means something right, right? i don't have to explain that right. nobody's looking at me crazy for some of the actions i might take or you know the the, the way that we express ourselves mm-hmm. <laughs> as a culture mm-hmm. that is not aggressive it's not intimidating these these are actually displays of love mm-hmm. <laughs> right yeah, yeah. and so being in a place where I'm not having to think about how any of this looks, mm-hmm. how anybody's taking this action or this yeah, phrase. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. there's something about that that allows you to present and show up wholly, fully yourself. Yeah, right. And that's important. And being able to do it your way, your voice. Right, <laughs> and right, that's, right, right. that's, you know, a big push. And so I think that most of the people that sat down when asking them the question of, you know, why is this important? What do you feel is important about events like this for yourself and the community as a whole? Almost every person kind of spoke to that in a different way. Right. And that's something that, you know, I took from it, that it just it feels right. And this has to be normalized more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. On bigger platforms. Right. And right. that's why shows like Calculated Conversation yeah, are, <laughs> are very important. Because as we go through this, we break down some very complex communication oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> ideologies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And be, but we do it in a way that's digestible, no matter if you're growing up in this inner city and you may not, you know, school may not have been your thing, right? Right, right. That doesn't, you can still be an intelligent person. That's right. Right? That's that, right. That, that, that book smart versus the street smart, whatever way they want to lay it on, you know, if you're people smart, there's, there's, there's different intelligences right. and understanding. Like, I'll take a people smart person oh, yeah. over somebody that can give me all kind of details about world history <laughs> with a bad attitude <laughs> right so it's just you know because over here it's 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 just important yeah. that you know with events like this that we continue yeah. you know showing up and and, and highlighting these things and because it's some great there was a lady that sat down and was giving me the game on life insurance which i want to bring her on this show because she had some amazing input in just a 10 minute container and i was like yeah there's a lot more to this stuff you don't hear about (laughs) like not even kind of that's yeah that's gonna be a good and her whole reason in that she said is because she when she went to get life insurance and the premiums they were giving her she was just like how and did her start doing her own investigation into it and realized like whoa like they were getting over mm. they were being greedy the, the, these companies that she had checked with were just being greedy uh, and that's what kind of got her into it so it's stuff like that uh, <laughs> where yeah. information now she has the information and her whole thing was i'm not trying to hold on to this 
I want everybody to know this. It's, so that's why I sit down oh, and I yeah. put together this consulting. Essentially, she consult, does consulting for life insurance to kind of give you the deep understanding mm. of how this works. And I was just getting so much game in that little few minutes of like, yikes. Yeah, blown away. Yeah, so, but just pieces like that, you know what I mean? And to be able mm. to connect and be able to face-to-face people that are able to give you this info. We, we talk about being in the workplace sometimes, right? Mm. And how our ability to communicate with other people that are similar to us, right? But we also have the ability to communicate with people that aren't necessarily similar to us, just up for face value, right? Right. But there's something about when you walk into a room, you know, we look around, kind of see who's the most, like, closest in age, Mm -hmm. who's the closest in style, you know, even, it will start with, of course, you see color, right? Right. So you see race, you see, then there's gender, then you you work down this thing, so you find that commonality and you usually gravitate, you know, towards that, right? right? And when you have uh, uh, you know, someone like ourselves in a workplace and we have, we're able to connect because we have to deal not only in our arena, but we also have to deal under the context of how most of these places of employment, (laughs) their standards. So we know how to play both sides of the fence. Mm -hmm. We know how to walk and talk on both sides of these fences. So a lot of people don't have that skill set. They only know their side because that's been the standard, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? For so long. And the thing is being able to start shaking that up some and showing that, yeah, I can do what you can do and this. Mm -hmm. You may not be able to. You can learn, but you're not putting yourself in scenarios. See, we, we're yeah. forced to be in scenarios yeah. where yeah. <laughs> we have to adapt to a certain extent on this other side. So understanding that we have something that keeps needing to be done and spread. Yeah, yeah. Because we have the we, – we're essentially a, a, a bilingualist right. <laughs> in this. Yeah. We've got multiple languages we can speak in, and they all hit different. And there's certain people that will only really connect with us. Yes. You know, I mean, and, you know, and it's not about if that's right or not, but, you know, it's just sometimes it's just a fact. What is the goal, though? If the goal you know? is to connect and yeah. to be, then they, it, then it's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, you know, it makes certain people feel a certain way, yes, I guess. But definitely. the point is, I mean, if we understand that, you know, that's that's a great incentive for us to step in and, and, and give both sides of the fence, you know, and be able to break down. You know the to and the fro. Um, you know it's it's a process. It's a formula. Uh, it's very serious. Um, you know it's complicated. Um, you know and you have to be open minded. You know and it's not going to come natural. Uh, so being able to to look into that and and, and you know digest that. Um, you know we can we can gain some some healthy insight on on who we are and who we aren't. You know and mm-hmm. and how far. You know, we may have to go to become that, to have that 360 awareness, yes. you know, um, in order for us to really be successful, like we really do have to find a way to connect with any and everybody under any circumstance. And sometimes <clears throat> it's, it's sometimes what it is, is being able to um, having to humble yourself, like no matter, you know, what right. level you're at, what title you may run with or, or right, have, you right. know, place to, being able to step back and realize, okay, there's an area right here that I could improve in. And even though there's somebody else who may not be of my caliber, right, right, right. being able to step and come to them like, hey, look, this is an area, this is something I'm trying to work on. I see you have a gift in this this arena. You have strength, skill set that I would like to learn from, right. you know, and reaching out yeah, <laughs> and yeah. walking in that type of path. Right. And I think if, you know, more people took the time out to do that, we'd have a lot more effective communicators. We'd have a lot yeah. more people that are comfortable in different settings. Right. And again, 
you know, back to calculated conversation, um, if you want to really break it down, you know, to the, you know, the lowest, lowest common factor is just that we, we just have to make sure that we have conversation. We have to make sure that information isn't missing. We don't have as many problems realistically as it appears. You know, we have issues with people understanding other people and that's making it snowball into a whole social issue when in fact on some level a lot of people are just dropping the ball on that oh I definitely understand or I'm trying to understand you know as opposed to that's just too different to even look at you know and that's where we are we got to somehow get out of that you know and you know this is the main purpose behind this this show you know that's all we want we don't we don't want you guys to, you know, make us rich and put us on a pedestal or, you know, um, anything like that. It's just a matter of we want to make sure that we encourage you just, just to do as much as you can socially, you know, even if it's just through a conversation or just through a couple of actions that, you know, help people feel understood. And when I think about what frustrates most people, that's basically what it is. I, you know, I just don't feel like anyone understands me. This is why people commit suicide. Um, this is why people join gangs. This is why, you know, sometimes people commit crime. You know, this is why people kill people, man. You got to think about this stuff. People think it's so simple, you know, like we got to get out of that mindset to where, oh, well, what we do only affects us. What I say only affects me. Like you have to get deeper than that. And I know it's hard because we're not taught that, but the, the ramifications, you know, of, you know, um, lack of accountability and lack of awareness of your fellow human being is putting us in a, a, a very disastrous society um, and it's not getting that much better, you know, if not just getting worse. So we have to do our part, man. You, you know, you have, if you're alive, I feel like you have responsibility. That's the bottom line. Um, you know, we have to understand it's bigger than us, you know, and why are we doing this show? Because me and Ken know it's bigger than us. You know, we could just keep this information, run with it, and just try to win solo. Right. We don't have to be here telling y'all nothing for free. Teamwork, make the dream work. You know, but, you know, if, if we can help make society a better place and we can, you know, just open up a few minds and, and maybe that information can spread to their friends and their family and their kids, we may be able to change the narrative, you know? And that's what it's really about. Yeah. And doing it in our voice. Yeah, our voice but don't you don't do it in our voice you do it in yours so it comes from you but yeah, yeah. so um and i'm just you know use that as a segue kind of into um the importance also of you know representative press right for not just blacks you know just people yeah. of color whatever whatever like there to be the voices stories being told by the voices <laughs> that match the story the storyteller the mm -hmm. storyteller's voices matching the story right. and the people in it and the importance of that right, right. um <clears throat> i think for a very long time not even think for a very long time you know media in the outlets whether it's a movie <laughs> books you know so many things written about a a, a, a people right a culture by someone outside of the culture mm -hmm. and yeah, you can have a couple of friends of a culture, but unless you're immersed in that, there's a lot of things that, like, why why not when there's people <laughs> who right. are of that culture that can do that same thing, right. which is tell that story. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important for, you know, us, 
and again, this show, and to make sure, you know, to clarify, this isn't a thing like this is just a, a we black, 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 blacker, and black, black, black. This is for people in general. Right. But one of the things as young black men, we definitely understand that our story is important and our story being told the way that we tell stories is right. important. Right. And so that's what we do. And being a part of the press under the press umbrella, it's important that we're doing this right. <laughs> in right. the way that we're right. doing it. Right. You know, right. It's a way that's comfortable for us because <clears throat> although it may make some people uncomfortable, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, that's not for us to really be concerning ourselves with. Right. And that goes back to what I was saying earlier. There's certain things that are said and this may come across as, you know, aggressive. It may come across as flamboyant, but this is us communicating. And there's people that we would say this to that look like you or I mm -hmm. who know exactly what we're saying. And it's not like they're being extra. It's like, no, this is just how we interact. This right. is how we do things. This is how we display, right? right. This is how right. we communicate. And that's <clears throat> why it's important to be able to give this type of insight and also to big up other people who are. Right. I, I applaud. There's there's something about sitting and in, 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 in hearing a story being told, you know, about, let's say, black history, right. you know, and being narrated by a person of color. Right. Or, or even better, someone that's in, of the lineage of the person <laughs> or people they're they're, they're about, talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like watching some documentaries that I've seen where it's the great, great, great grandchildren of this icon yeah. in history, right? Telling that story, there's something that comes from that that's much more pure yeah. and in depth, right? And genuine, yeah. and genuine. And there's a piece too where we have a certain amount of um, our shared experience and shared pain is something that can't be put into words. Right. And so, for somebody that's never experienced that, they can have the greatest of intention. Like, don't get me wrong, the intention of of of, of passing the information and, and and making sure it's out there. But there are certain parts of it that you can never understand and you can't identify with. Right. So it's not gonna hit the same way. Mm -hmm. So when you're retelling this <laughs> and this is being put out there, certain questions that I would ask, right, or 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 follow ups that I would be interested in, may not be the same as what the standard has been. Right. Right. And the people kind of pushing that. So I just wanted to highlight this month especially. And, and you know, no matter what you are, or, or whether you're black, white, Asian, uh, uh, Islander, um, we can go down the whole list. Everything included. All right. Take some time to listen to, you know, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a, a online, you know, news outlet that's put on by a culture for their culture. Right. Take some time out this month and 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 do that. Mm. Go outside of you, your your range of your normal listening, right. you know, or or uh, uh, your 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 television watching, whatever it may be. However you you know find your entertainment, but find someone, get a book by a, a author, right? Given given a, a a talk of their story, listen to that, read that. I just I, I challenge challenge you all right. to take some time to do that. And uh. You know, I like what you said. I want to just touch on that. You know, um, you're talking about, you know, being, a, you know, hearing stories, um, having a storyteller be of, you know, a familiar background, mm -hmm. culture, and being able to digest that a little easier. Yeah. Uh, I think that's important, you know, as, again, we're talking about being understood, mm -hmm. right? And as you, as we can create that, that familiar understanding first. Mm-hmm. I feel like we can build the comfort level necessary to step outside of that and build off of other cultures. Look, 
you know, and, and that's why sometimes it's important, you know, you know, we got to, you know, we, we get people want to be comfortable, you know, and this is the problem. Uh, most people that think they hate people don't hate them as much as they just don't understand them. Um, you know, and, and being understood relaxes people. It makes people comfortable. Now that I know you understand me and you hear me, I'm open to hearing what you got to say now. Until you understand me, I'm going to continue to cut you off, shut you up, raise my voice, <laughs> block you, <laughs> you know, hang the phone up, whatever it takes to, you know, relieve myself of that energy of being misunderstood. Yes. You know, but now that it's not like that, you've done the work, you've you've empathized, you've put yourself in my shoes, you've you've walked next door to my side of the number nine or six. Right. You see what I see, and now we have the energy we need to build something genuine. Yes. We have the trust yes. now, yes. the understanding. You see me, I see you. We got the same information, and we both want to go to the same place. Now we can make a plan together. We can build a bridge together, and we can cross hand in hand no matter what we look like or where we're from. You know, speaking of that, being able to connect and come together, you know, we had the tragedy of Kobe Bryant, um, his daughter, along with seven other people who right. passed away. Right. Um, one week ago today as we're recording this. Right. And, you know, you think of the outpouring of love, right? Mm -hmm. We'll highlight that to begin with. And that's across almost the board. Right, <laughs> so right. almost the word with the asterisk right, <laughs> next right. to it um and people connecting you know you see outside like the staple center celebration and stuff that they had where <clears throat> where it was all the races mm -hmm. all the age ranges mm -hmm. like this hit yeah deep right connection if nothing else those people agreed <laughs> on this thing right and that's what they connected over right, right that's what they were able to bond over right was their love for this person something in common a similarity yes that's what we're talking about yes lord um but in there like you know um like many things this is you know one of my things i struggle with when it comes to the intranets as much as i enjoy it mm -hmm. um the flip side of that is you know people not just allowing things to be right <laughs> you said that so smooth man like it's killing you to say it that smooth look <laughs> it's just it's hard for people to let like as if one thing two things can't exist right at the same time and right and, and if you only speak to one, then you're dissing the other somehow. Right, right. And it's it's it, the 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 easiest way to put it: being pro something is not being anti something else. That's, That's right. not an automatic. Right. I'm anti this. It's no. This is this is what I'm on right now. Right. Yes, that's a thing too. But this is what I'm talking about right now. Right, right, <laughs> and right. Some people have a hard time yeah. letting that be. Yeah. Thinking, thinking that's through, like, um, you know, it's got a lot to do, again, with, um, I think, cultural conditioning and mm -hmm. um, media. Mm -hmm. uh, no, yeah. You know, the needing to choose a side, the needing to compare. I mean, you know, and just even just as far as the Kobe situation, um, people comparing him to other athletes or, you know, whatever the case is, they all feel bad now. 
you know, they they're frustrated, you know, they they don't want to compare him and LeBron no more, or him and Jordan and um and the thing is they're they're all great. You know, we're talking about people that are all great and have contributed, you know, a major amount of blood, sweat, tears and time uh and love to um a passion and a society to entertain it. You know, there's, there's no reason to compare because, again, let's go deeper. You know, people may say this is too deep, but we're talking about another level of division Man. in sports, you know. And me personally, I told somebody yesterday, and I still keep the same sentiment. I've said this for years, and I really don't even care at this point who agree or who don't. But, you know, being an avid diehard sports fan is sometimes carries the same energy, you know, the same the same disdain and lack of love and, mm. and empathy as racism. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's almost using the same formula. Mm. You know, and, and that right there is and and when you get into talking about, you know, people comparing athletes, fighting over athletes, fighting in the stands, arguing, threatening people online, you're doing all this over what was intended to be entertainment. Mm. And now you want to hurt somebody because your team lost. Mm. Or you storm in a house and don't talk to your wife for 24 <laughs> hours. <laughs> no, it, it gets that serious. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, just remember, we don't have to divide. Like, you know, like somebody can love the Lakers and somebody can love the Blazers and y'all can still go have a hamburger together. Aye. You know, it's not it's not that serious. You know, this is not a direct reflection or effect on your life unless you, you know, make it like that you know and so the man is you know had a great career you know he did some amazing things and you know he's globally loved you yes. know and there's nothing you can do about that and so trying to at this point well he's not lebron or this is you know he's never going to be george i mean like i don't even understand what that has to do with the fact that again the man is great and he changed a part of the world how they see certain things I, you know, I want to I want to highlight something, too, that, you know, I saw that was bothersome and somebody kind of summed it up great, because I think that <clears throat> immediately once we started finding out, you know, that there were more people involved and who all was involved, you know, people were like making a lot there. I've seen a lot of statements to the effect of it wasn't just Kobe and his daughter who passed away. You guys should be honoring everybody who passed. And it's like, yeah, OK, f well, you know, first off, we don't first off we didn't know they were not released as far as any other names they were just saying right. seven others yeah, 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 exactly. you know so uh, that was that was the first part right. and on top of that people pass away every single day yes it's always a sad thing but i don't know these people right and i know that sounds like yes in general i understand that it is a sad thing and i can be sad every single day for the people who are no longer with us. Mm -hmm. It's not the same when it's somebody that means something to me, right. Right? right? A stranger's mother passing away, yes, that sucks, but it's not gonna hit the same as mine, right? right? right. And so when somebody is, <laughs> you know, when, when that person is who's connected, and I don't think that people understand what Kobe was. Kobe was the Jordan <laughs> for the generation after me and you. Right, right. <laughs> that, right. that was their idol. Right. And so people connected on that, right? right? right. And 
<clears throat> so that's not to take away. That's who we know, though. Mm -hmm. So therefore, that's where the emotion, it, what it's linked to. We're not saying that he was more important, his life being lost was any, no, we're saying right. that's who we know, who we're speaking about. Right, right. Right? We don't have memories with the rest of the people yeah. on board. Right. Again, that's, it's tragic all the way around, right. you know, and it's, right. it's, it's condolences and, and, and love and light to the families of everyone affected, but people can mourn <laughs> the way that they need to, and it's not, it's not a problem right. to not necessarily give these displays for everyone because if that's the case, then we should be going through our newspaper every day and going through the obituary section and making posts and mourning for everyone right. who has ever passed away. Right, right. Um, and again, and there's many more layers in this that I could go into. We, you know, we got a few minutes left, um, but I just I, I wanted to touch on that and then understanding to. Um, Right quick, getting into kind of the complexity of being a human being, mm -hmm. right? And me and you talk about this often, where we've lived lives that, you know, a lot of people don't make it out of to be able to be on the opposite side mm -hmm. of the street <laughs> mm -hmm. that that we, we, we came up on, right? right, right? right. And the, the, the way that we operate usually is that we want to put people into the box, right? A box, because it's easily easy to identify mm -hmm. when you're thrown in a box. Um, people have a hard time understanding that I can dress the way that I dress, these tennis shoes, the Nike sweatsuits. I can listen to whatever type of rap that I want to and also be able to work on your computer. Yeah. Yeah. I can also program and code, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. But my face doesn't look like it. Nothing about me says that. Right. And so it's confusing when it's like, okay, what, what, what is it? Right. I'm I can be sensitive and hard at the same time. Right. 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 I can have scheduled cry sessions and also beat you up on command. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that doesn't. I can be both of those things at the same time. We all are complex mm -hmm. and and also ever evolving, right? right so it's right. like as we're continuing to grow, we're adding on skill sets, we're adding ways to deal with life in general. Hopefully we're becoming uh, uh, stronger in these areas and we're developing these in, in, in a way that is beneficial for us and those around us, right? Mm -hmm. that's, that's the hope, that's the goal. But I don't think people allow... <laughs> People don't allow people the grace that they allow themselves often. Mm -hmm. Right. And and that that leads to a lot of letdown and frustration mm -hmm. <laughs> that comes out in weird ways, right. especially when, you know, you're on a public platform or being a celebrity or any not even necessarily, a, you know, a celebrity, but just a, a known, let's say even locally known. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like people look for where there's something that they can see that's a, a, a chink in the armor, right. for lack of better words. It's 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 why though <laughs> right, right? right and and why can you not most of the people who we love throughout history they the version we know and then the version their family knows right. you know what i mean are there might be some differences in there mm -hmm. does that take away from these great things that were done mm -mm. no can can you say oh because it, this happened then there's no way to no I, I can be out here every day doing good right. and cause you know doing things for a certain cause and that coming from here right. inside of my heart right. because this is what i feel in me and i can still mess up and get frustrated in traffic and get out and want to fight right. <laughs> right? Right, right, right those two things can exist at the right. same time in the same space right. and that's something that i just hope people 
get an understanding of and allow people the same grace because we easily let ourselves off the hook right. in a way we don't let others. Mm -hmm. We want to be understood for changing and developing and growing, but we don't want to give other people that. Right. And that's essentially operating from a place that you're holding people to a different standard than you're holding yourself to. Yeah. And uh, and again, you know, on our way out, just just really understanding that growth and change is a really very very long process. Um, and I think, you know, even if we have gotten to a level to where we're becoming more aware of ourselves and and what's going on around us, um, you know, we definitely got to have that grace and that empathy um, for people who haven't just yet, because we know how hard it is we did it it's a struggle um is constantly questioning everything you've ever been taught and making sure that you're holding on to the things that are conducive to your growth awareness and wisdom while you know doing away with things that are not consistent with that or not a part of that and so it's definitely um it's a process and you got to know that and the most successful i think influencers um you know, and leaders understand that a lot of people aren't going to get it and it's going to be a struggle. And I can't judge them for that. But, you know, we can just hope to, you know, and continue to encourage, continue to inspire um, and promote, you know, positivity and have grace on on everybody that's trying to be better, you know. And so, you know, it's, it's a process, but just keep working at it. You know, we all working at it. We still working at it. Um you know, and I, I can't say that we'll ever get there, but, you know, along the way, we're going to keep talking about it and yes. we're going to keep pushing it. We're going to keep growing. I mean, again, remember, uh, a big part of this show, a big part of Calculated Conversation, these ideals uh, is not to be perfect, but is to understand imperfection. Mm -hmm. And to spread that information. Um, speaking of information being spread, why don't you hit them off and let them know where they can contact us and keep up with us. Yes, yes. Keep up with the Calculated Conversation radio show um, on IG at Calculated Conversation. Uh, Twitter, we at Calculated Talk. Uh, Facebook, it's the it's Calculated Conversation radio show. Um, we on iTunes, Calculated Conversation. Bam. I think Play Store, Calculated Conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, the website's up, www.calculatedconversation.com. Um, where are some? If you want to send a question or you know you got a topic or something on your mind, you can send us an email. Yeah. Calculated conversation at gmail. At gmail. Yes. And also be sure, um, if you get a chance on IG and Facebook, look up Men Building Men. Mm -hmm. Um they're building an amazing move amazing movement to help curb the violence um in Portland. Um I do understand that we have had the highest uh, level in, in violence ever um, for the first for January in Portland. Mm. We had the most shootings ever in January Jeez. this year, and so Man Building Men has a hashtag We Are the Caution campaign. Hey. Look that up on your social media. Um, it's getting bigger. The mayor's showing up, government officials showing up, police showing up. Uh, there was a, a press conference last week, um, and I showed up, and uh, you know we had that conversation. It was a powerful, powerful. Um, you know, meeting and even the the students showed up. The girls showed up, and they got on that yes. mic. Yeah, the, the the kids in high school showed up and got on that microphone and said, "We need the older generation to look out for us. If we're doing the same things you're doing, and something is wrong." Hey. And I was like, you dang right. You know? So keep up with those guys, men building men. Look for the next uh, event, you know, and we definitely will be having 
DJ OG One um, back on the show um, along with Roy. Yes. Um, who also, you know, started the whole idea of men building men. We're going to talk to them and we're going to get deeper. We, we're trying to solve problems in the society. We're trying to work together. Uh, there's certain things that we just got to talk about that we, we won't ignore any longer uh, just for the benefit of our society uh, and our community as a whole. Yes. With that being said, calculated everything. Right. Look out for us, man. We appreciate you guys.